Hello and welcome. Thank you for your patience on Instagram. My name is Karen Kane, and I'm a spiritual practitioner, a life coach, transformation coach, booty yoga instructor. And I want to share with you guys something today. If you're watching live or, or today, it's July 3rd. It's a Sunday, spiritual, sober Sunday. I wasn't always this way at all. <laughs> and that's why I, I really felt compelled to share this with you of what I just experienced. Hi, Ian. Hello from Miami. How are you? First of what I want to share with you is, and I just would like to ask you guys to just close your eyes for a second and take, take a nice inhale through your nose and exhale through your mouth. As we center ourselves in this conversation, when I talk about something that I just experienced and I, my heart is pounding, I never get nervous or usually don't get nervous when I share or when I go live. But right now I am, which means this is something near and dear to my heart. Three reasons to get pissed drunk by 2 p.m. Three reasons to get pissed drunk by 2 p.m. Do you guys, can you think of any? Because I know a lot of people in my community are <laughs> either struggling with alcohol or they're in recovery. And if you're in recovery or you're struggling and you're watching this, congratulations. There's no accidents, no coincidences that you're here. Now you may not believe that and that's okay. I, let me give you the segue of why I wanted to jump on right now. Cause my intention wasn't to, I wanted to be outside cutting my grass, planting some flowers, doing some laundry before I have to work at 5 p.m. Today was the first time I went to my spiritual center in quite a long time. It felt really good. felt really good. Three reasons to get pissed drunk by 2 p.m. One, you have that craving. You're addicted. You're addicted to, to alcohol. And this might not, this might be, uh, you know, drugs. So clean, clean and sober or um, <laughs> drunk or messed up, not right. Addiction, cravings, the cravings. Oh, Ian says, well, that's because you're in, you're in recovery, correct? I mean, so we're talking about before. Okay, so the segue of this is that I went outside. I, I went outside to have my lunch today before I got going with all my chores and things that I wanted to do. And somebody, the neighbor that's like on the corner, not actually on my street, but there's a little road, an easement behind my house, and I don't know him well. I see him around. But uh, he started walking down the easement, which is not normal for anyone to do unless you live back here. And he looks like he's swaying. He's kind of like, got this, like, I'm pretty effed up. I'm pretty effed up. 
and I didn't acknowledge him because I, I saw him and I, I was alone and nobody else was kind of like in the backyards. And I, I was like, wow, okay. And I started to like turn around and head toward my house. Meanwhile, I had my lunch and my drink, my kombucha, love, love wins. And I was ready to sit down in a chair in my, in my grass. But instead I felt the energy. I felt the energy and I backed away. Um, Ian says death of a loved one. Um, okay. Yeah, for sure. However, when you were in active addiction, okay, so let me, I'll talk about it because for me, it was real easy. Honestly, what I did on Sundays, I would go to my spiritual center on the way home. I would go to the liquor store and get champagne one or two bottles, honestly, or maybe one. And then later on, I would go back for like wine and I would drink it <laughs> like pretty fast. Gone. Buzzed up. Then I would go run like a mile. Nuts. Nutso. And so. Number two. The craving. You can't have just one. You can't just have one. Oh, I'm glad you're peachy. So that that craving can't have one. It's it's unmanageable. The drinking became unmanageable so that you couldn't wait till say tonight where you go to a barbecue and you have a couple drinks. No. <laughs> Like myself, you go home from your spiritual center, stop at the liquor store, and just start to get annihilated or drunk. And as drinkers, a lot of times we can kind of like surf our buzz and manage it, sort of, <laughs> but manage it so that we can just keep doing it. It's like, you know, riding that, that wave and hoping that you're going to, you know, continue on. And not train wreck. But then there's those days where maybe you didn't have enough to eat. You haven't had any water. You didn't sleep well. And you start drinking early. And maybe you're drinking hard stuff. Maybe it's vodka. I used to drink vodka. I used to have little airplane bottles hidden around. So that no one could smell it. And... Yeah, I would do so many crazy things. Definitely trying to mask my alcoholism and my addiction. So it was unmanageable. I couldn't control it. That craving, you know, when I said, oh, I'm not going to drink tomorrow. That didn't last because I, I couldn't, I didn't have the strength. I didn't have the strength. I didn't have the willpower. I didn't have the reasons why to not pick up that drink. Number three, which brings me to number three, I was lost and I'm sharing my experience with you guys. So whenever I'm sharing, I'm sharing my experience because everyone's experience is different. However, with the addictive behavior and mind. We all 
have similar stories. And if you think you are the only one going through it, you're totally not. Like there are so many of us out there everywhere. You wouldn't even you wouldn't even believe it. And this is why anonymous, no, I am proud I speak my truth, my story so that I can help somebody else. I didn't have somebody speaking to me like sharing stories like this. And I didn't go to AA enough. And the first time I did, I was like, nah, this isn't for me because it was a weird meeting. But there's a gazillion million meetings all over the place. And you might actually meet really your tribe, your people who will support you when you are trying or working on getting well. So I was lost. I had this empty feeling inside. I I didn't have, I, I didn't know what I was living for besides my son. Thank God I did have my son because otherwise I'd probably be dead. Thank God I had my son. Turns out he is my why, but I couldn't do it for him because that never worked. I relapsed multiple times after having like eight months once, uh, almost a year once. I always relapsed because I was doing it for the wrong reason. Yes, he's my why, but I couldn't do it for him. I couldn't do it for my son. I had to do it for me. I had to want to have a happier, more fulfilling, well-balanced life. I had no feeling. It was like a hole in my soul. My soul, I'm going to say it's like in the mid section. Aw, thank you, Kevin. Thank you. He said we all love you, Karen Kane. Hey, I, let, let me just side, side thing before we get to number. Oh, no, wait. Okay, I'm going to keep going on that one. But I do have a high thing. Oh, John, what's going on? Okay, just so you guys know, I got a little uh, Instagram happening. And the reason why on Instagram, I have this like filter that has three of me. And that's because this is the real me, but I finally found the real me. And then another one, like I've got three heads over here on Instagram. If you're not following me, I have two different channels, Life Coaching by Karen Kane and Sovereign Sobriety, but it's just Karen Kane if you look up the handle. Also, if you are on, let me take a second second to um, let you know, if you're on YouTube, do me a favor, or if you like this content, not do me a favor. <laughs> um, hopefully, it will be doing you a favor if you do like this content. Take a second to just subscribe to my channel. This is really where I, I love to, and I thrive off of being able to communicate with you guys. I am working on building my community and really getting deep into um, who are we and why are we here? Why are we connected? Because we are all connected. And it's very powerful when we connect. <laughs> three of you is three times prettier. Oh, thank you. Thank you. But the other two are not good. So let's talk about the other two. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, the rest of you that don't have a filter. Okay. So here's the real me. This is the true me. And that's my soul. It's my soul, the true me. And I didn't know what that was. Like a soul, what is it? So, so the true me. And then the second head is that person with the ego. 
selfish, self-centered, you know, uh, self-seeking, everything has to be my way right away or no way. I get a little attitude when I can't have it my way. And that me is, is not very nice and not very kind. So hopefully we won't meet that one too often because, or when like we keep our, our side of the street clean, we sweep it clean pretty fast. Like hopefully that street cleaner comes pretty fast, right? Which is um, admitting our faults, our wrongs, saying I'm sorry, and having compassion for other people, letting go, allowing, being free of attachments, understanding that we are all unique individuals and we are all in our own journey, but we're here individually to serve, to fulfill our mission, our purpose here, and purpose is to serve. How can we serve others? How? And it feels, it feels so good to serve. And I never knew what that was. It was like that second head. And the third head was the piss drunk, crazy Karen, who wouldn't remember what she did the night before. Wouldn't, would black out most of my life, not remember anything, not present for people, not caring, not being kind, selfish, self-seeking, self-centered, ego, Karen. That's not my truth. That is the mask and I would cover up. So the second and the third are not the true me, not the true you. Now, ego, great book. When I first got sober, this time around, I really plugged into it. It's called Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. You can do Audible. You might even be able to find it um, for free on YouTube. I don't know. However, I do know it's based upon stoicism. So if you're not really a religious person, perhaps check out some stoicism. It's really philosophy and a way of life which is also similar of what I practice, which is religious science. It's a religion, philosophy, way of life. And that's why that really resonates with me. It's, it's like, okay, this is the way of life for me. And that resonates with me. So whatever that is, is with that third um, point being made, lost, a whole, no connection to a higher power. So that was a huge one. No connection to a higher power. Now, you don't have to believe what somebody else believes to be connected to a higher power. What if your religion or your higher power was just love? How about love? Love is all you need. Love is all you need. So let's take away Karen number two, Karen number three, and break it down into we are spiritual beings having this human experience 
in these, as some people call, like I like to say shell, but maybe it'll resonate if if a meat sack, <laughs> Drew Canola used to call it a meat sack. I was like, oh my God, I can't call my body a meat sack. <laughs> but maybe, maybe that works for you. So whatever it is, we're here, souls in this body, having this um, human experience. And a human experience also involves feelings and emotions. And many times as I'll share my story is, you know, I didn't want to feel something got me sad, depressed, happy, whatever it was, I would turn to a drink for um, that satisfaction. But once that satisfaction wasn't actually a thing, it turned ugly and gross. Um, Then it just progressively got worse into a downward spiral. And the downward spiral uh, was a very dark place. It was full of depression and yeah. Hmm. So three reasons, you know, three reasons. Well, honestly, you know, I would get drunk in the morning to, you know, hair the dog. You guys know that I was like the queen of hair of the dog because I felt like shit from the night before. So I would wake up and take some sips. But like I said, number two, so the craving, right? And to hair of the dog, it little solution. Uh, it's not really a solution. It's it's actually just contributing to uh, the illness, the illness, and or the mental state, <laughs> the mental state, thinking that that's going to solve things, but it it doesn't solve things. It makes them worse. And so this gentleman walking around aimlessly, like stumbling. I just actually saw him go in his backyard and I'm pretty sure he took a, took a piss. So not, so he's piss drunk most likely. Okay. I'm not going to accuse him, but you know, if you're like stumbling around and you're going somewhere where you don't normally go, and then you go into your yard, because I don't know why the fence is broken now, but it is. And you just stand there and you're most likely taking your peeing. Um, that freaked me out. I don't really necessarily feel safe right now because I was going to go plant and I was going to cut my grass because I actually enjoy that getting into earth and and it really is a spiritual practice for me, gardening and even mowing the lawn. I'm not sure how, how I feel about that. Um, so I think that if he does, I don't know. Anyway, so that's a situation. <laughs> My son's not home right now. So I'm like, I don't know. Um, but what I do know is I will pray for him. I will pray for him. I pray for all those that are still out there sick and suffering. You don't have to live that way. You do not. There is an easier, softer way, really. And the promises. The promises of AA, look it up, Google it, check it out. Because you know what? They do come true. A life beyond your wildest dreams. Yes, that is my life. And I bet a lot of you could say the same who are in recovery. I share my story in hopes that it'll help another another person who is much like me when I was a lost soul craving, not being able to have, say no, or just have one. 
not being able to stop the constant crazy brain and thinking that, like I literally ran my life on the next drink, literally from what restaurant, what social event, um, how am I going to keep that slight buzz to go to this, that, and the other thing, but not like be too drunk like that. Um, and I even dated someone, you know, like in the last few years, whatever, and now it's over and I'm, you know, I can't make judgment, but, um, you know, uh, we're all, we're all exactly where we're, where we're supposed to be. And I can't change anybody but myself. But what I can do is have compassion and know their truth and know your truth and know my truth, which is that one head connected to the higher power, your higher self, God, universe, source, love, energy, divine energy, divine intelligence, whatever works for you, whatever you want to call it, Gaia. We are perfect, whole, and complete. And that is our truth. And we're just here in this journey, in this human body, and we're learning and we're growing. And so that the more that we do that, work on that every day, the higher we are and connected, ascension to our higher self. And that's where the joy and the happiness and the love for everybody occurs. I love, I love. I know that we're all one and really that's the good spot. We're all doing the best we can with what we've got and that's the best we can do. And ultimately, we can only comprehend what level that we can. However, that's why it's important to know our truth. We're perfect, whole, and complete. We're all on our journeys, ascending higher up, connecting or not connecting. So there's the freedom to choose, you know, like I used to choose the darkness, the alcohol, the addiction, the addiction, the selfishness, the egocentric, me, me, me. And then I shifted to, oh, okay, like actually this feels a lot better when I start having compassion being in oneness, that we're all connected, understanding, put myself in other people's shoes and understanding that we're all doing the best we can with what we have at any given time. And it's so important, in my opinion, to really remember that. The ego will play tricks on you and try to defend and protect you. And I do think that that really harms relationships. Well, my experience is that is the, that ego is the enemy. So I shift into gratitude, compassion, and, and really that spiritual aspect of things that we're all here. We're all spiritual beings, you know, doing the best we can. And we are everything that God is. We are perfect, whole, and complete. That is our truth. And anything less than that is just put in our life to help us work and grow and connect higher to our higher self. 
So that added ended up to be a little bit of a spiritual Sunday too. Super grateful that you guys are here. Again, if you liked this content, resonated with you, take a second to hit the subscribe button so you'll be notified when I go live or I upload a new video. Um, hi, Mike. App apply. Thank you guys for being here. I'm super grateful. Peace, love, be well. Have a safe, safe Sunday and holiday. Much love. Namaste. Bye, guys.